everybody, this is Rich Sports Talk, broadcasting on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, and available for download on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us here on the program today. And for those of you who have listened to the show before, you know I am a big supporter of LeBron James. I think he is the best basketball player in the world. And I do think that a lot of people like to discount him. And everyone says, well, Jordan is better. And I say, well... LeBron's also lifted two franchises, including Cleveland, of all places, to an NBA title. But I did say this offseason, when he did make the decision to go to Los Angeles and commit to Los Angeles, that this was a move more about, more than just basketball. I mean, this was for the first time in his life he made a move that wasn't just about basketball. The move to Miami was about winning titles. The move back to Cleveland was for redemption. It was to help build the legacy and to also help his home city. The move to Los Angeles was more than just basketball. Basketball was a big part of it, but a lot of it was also about his kids, about having them grow up in Los Angeles, and also, more importantly, to help with his business ventures. Because LeBron James is more than just basketball. He's a brand. He will be successful whatever he does after basketball is long done. He will be like Michael Jordan in the sense that he will be a great businessman. LeBron's already looking into film and movies, already talking about making this next Space Jam movie. He will also have multiple business opportunities. I mean, his Blaze Pizza is doing very well. I mean, he is an entrepreneur. So the move to Los Angeles wasn't just about basketball. It was moving into the next stage of his life, which is being business, you know, growing his brands, growing his businesses, growing his acting regimen. So I do think, though, LeBron James, at this point, with the state of the Lakers, it's clear it is not going well, and it's going to be extremely difficult to make it to the postseason. Now, I do want to defend LeBron for a second, because this was the first time he's ever had an injury in his 15-year career, and people, you know, tend to forget that Westbrook, Harden, Irving, they seem to be hurt on a yearly basis and miss 10 to 15 games. But LeBron has also played countless games. He's almost played two full regular seasons of just playoff games in his career. And that's added on to his knees. And also he's played 15 years in this league. We tend to forget that. So, I mean, people forget that when he was first injured that this Laker team was in the position for the postseason. And that injury really cost this team. And they've been fine to overcome that. I do think it will be interesting to see what the Lakers do this offseason. But it does correlate to another superstar, Kevin Durant. And what I've heard for the last couple of weeks is he's going to New York. He's going to be a Nick. He wants to win somewhere else to help his legacy. And to that, I say, pump the brakes a little bit. LeBron James has done two big things for superstars in this league. He has changed the culture of NBA, of playing together, about seeking out stars and seeking out talent. But he's also now created a warning for superstars. I mean, we forget in the beginning that LeBron James really helped break the mold and had superstars saying, you know what? I don't want to play in a small market. I don't want to be the guy. I don't want everything on me. I want to go play with other good players. I want to be on a good team that wins, is in the postseason, has a chance to get to the finals. I want to be playing with another superstar so the burden isn't completely on me. Because... People can relate to this. If you're a worker in a company, the burden is always falling on you. You do a great job, but after a while, it just drains you. It saps you of energy. 
you're just like, man, I, I can't catch a break. I need a breather, but I need to keep carrying this team along. Wouldn't you rather go to a company that was funner where you could still be great, but you didn't have to do all the work? It didn't all fall on you. You had time to take days off. You had time to enjoy life. And you know what? You, you still worked, but you didn't work this hard. And it was still enjoyable. That's what LeBron's done for the NBA, for stars. He's made it attractive to play with other stars and to move out of small cities into the bigger markets. He's helped that movement. I know a lot of people don't like that because it's created the Golden State Warriors and there's resentment for LeBron creating this idea of super teams. But he has allowed players to be more mobile. But he's also now created a fair warning. When LeBron first went to the Lakers, it was assumed, well, Paul George is going to fall. He'll, he'll get another star there. And that didn't happen. So what happened at the start of the season? Well, by, by the deadline, they're going to get another superstar. They're going to get an Anthony Davis. They're going to get someone. But they didn't. And I think a lot of this is resentment by general managers to LeBron. I think that the Pelicans were resentful to the Lakers. And I do think one of the big reasons the Pelicans didn't make the move was because they were getting pressure not from the Lakers, but from all the other owners saying, don't make this deal with the Lakers. Why? Because for the past decade, LeBron has gotten his way. He's been able to almost pick and choose what players he wants in an organization. He's taken the power away from general managers, and they don't like that. And he has made it where it basically was, well, wherever I want, I'm going to get eventually. And this year almost feels like a shot back at LeBron. He didn't get Anthony Davis. He got some good pieces at the deadline, but he didn't get Anthony Davis. And for LeBron, it's a fair warning to other superstars, like Kevin Durant, who everyone keeps saying, oh, he's going to be a Knickerbocker. But he's got to make sure another star's going with him. You see, here's what's happened with LeBron. He has shown that you can go to a big city, be in one of the top NBA brands, but if you don't bring a superstar along with you in this current NBA, it's going to be hard. I mean, sure, you'll be competitive. You can maybe get to the postseason, but it's not a good look for LeBron that he hasn't been able to bring another star with him. And this Laker team could potentially miss the postseason. They're a better team. But even the Lakers this year, you thought they'd be a little bit more exciting. And they have been the big storyline in the league, but you thought they'd be better. And for Kevin Durant, he might want to go to New York. That's great. But let me ask you this. If Kevin goes and Kyrie decides, you know what, uh, Boston, they're going to pay me. Or another team's going to pay me. I'm, I'm going to go there. And they can't get a Kemba Walker or Kemba Walker. There's going to be a lot of moving parts. But if Kevin Durant finds himself there with Zion, and look, Zion would be great, but he's still a baby. And Kevin Durant's there every night with that New York media saying, you know, why didn't you take that shot late? Why didn't you show effort on the defensive end? It's draining when you're the star. It's draining when for 82 games of the regular season, everyone's leaning on you. That's been one of my critiques of Russell Westbrook and James Harden over the last couple of years. They're immensely talented in the regular season, but they go a thousand percent. They put it all on them. And by the time you get to the postseason, they're drained, they're shot, they're worn out. It's a long season. And you look at these teams where guys can be fresh, guys can rotate, guys can sit out a couple nights if they're feeling tired or banged out. They can rotate. It, it, they Those teams look great for the postseason because they're rested, they're mentally rested. For a team like 
the Thunder, which I think is better this year with Russell Westbrook or James Harden, they play out of their mind. But by the time they get to the postseason, they are worn out. And for LeBron, you can tell this year it's weighing on him. I mean, this hasn't been fun for LeBron. I think that he still doesn't regret the move, but he's saying, man, I committed to four years of this. And he's thinking to himself, man, I need to get a star in here, but the clock's ticking on him for being great. I mean, he's in his 15th year, and he's thinking this was going to be, we all knew this first year was going to be a learning curve, but we just felt they were going to get in the playoffs, maybe compete in a series, win a series, get a star here, recruit this offseason. This next offseason for the Lakers will be crucial because not only do they need a star, but they need two stars because they have not been playing well. And I understand that there's rifts in that locker room because LeBron is a star and this is a lot of young kids on this team. And there's also dissension because of the deadline, all the rumors that leaked out about guys that would get traded. But part of it is LeBron's looking at this team and he's, look, Kuzma's been inconsistent. Ingram is in and out of the lineup, and so is Lonzo Ball. I mean, they have some good young players, but none of these guys have popped really this year. None of these guys have said, okay, this could be a top three guy on this team. You're like, yeah, I see some flashes maybe. You know, he, Lonzo's a good defender, but man, he's hurt again. And this just seems like a mess. And for the Lakers, it just doesn't seem to be working. But for LeBron, it's a warning to all these other stars. Look, you can go out and try to go into a big market and hope that other stars will follow you, but you also have to communicate. And I, under, I understand tampering's been in the news, but listen, this happens all the time. These players talk. These players talk, and if Irving commits to New York and says to Kevin, hey, if you go to New York, I'm definitely going, that's fine for Kevin Durant. Go to New York. But if you don't get a commitment and you're there by yourself, LeBron's showing, it's going to be hard. It's going to be draining. It's going to take everything. I mean, we've never seen LeBron play this hard in the regular season. He's still pulling down triple doubles in the regular season right now, and they're still not winning games. This is going to be a tough sled for the Lakers, and they're probably going to miss the playoffs. So for LeBron, I do think the L.A. move in the long run, it's going to benefit his business. It's going to benefit him off the basketball court, after basketball. But for the time being, it's been a rough move because he couldn't get a star to go with him. And it's going to be a hard sell next year in the offseason because there's going to be a couple things working against him now. Didn't make the postseason for the first time in over a decade. I mean, this is a guy who's been to eight straight finals, and he couldn't make the postseason. They're going to look at this roster. Well, LeBron doesn't think anyone's good on this roster. He tried to trade everyone. Then the next thing they're going to look at is what's going to happen with Golden State. But even if you look at Los Angeles, another thing they're going to look at is, well, LeBron has always been healthy, and he missed over a month with the groin injury, and he's going to be another year older next year. I I don't know. I mean, it's going to be harder for the Lakers to recruit. But for what, what LeBron has done, he's changed the league. He made it more mobile. He encouraged stars to get together and play together. But this year, he sent a different message, a warning to other stars. If you're going to move, make sure you have someone to go with. Because if you go to a different city and you're the guy, it's hard. It's going to be harder. It's going to be more mentally draining and physically exhausting because you're going to have to pick up the pieces every single night. And when things don't go well, even if you are great, even if you shoot and get 30 points and get 10 assists, 
people might say, why aren't you doing more to make this team better? And for anyone that's been in a working situation like that, where it is all on you, and it just drains you, it seeps into your outside work life, you're exhausted, you don't want to do anything because you're just so burnt out from work. You want to go to a company where you can do a little bit less, where you can take a little time for yourself, where it's fun, it's a fun environment. It's not fun driving to the arena every night knowing, man, I could do everything possible and we still could lose and it'll all be on me. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here. Make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest content. Make sure to get in contact with us on Twitter at Rich Sports Talk and, of course, richsportstalk at gmail.com. Uh, lots of great MLB, NFL, and NBA storylines coming up in the next coming weeks. Make sure you don't miss any of that. And until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.